This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name's Doug, and I love movies. <laughs> Coming to you. Oh, I'm so high. Once again. Coming to you once again from the place above a bike store. Helium Comedy Club is a gas! In Portland, Oregon! Oh, 
It's Saturday, November 19th, 2016. Let me see your protest signs. I mean name tags. Let's take a look. Oh, Lord. Some good ones. There's always something about Portland. There's always people that get seats in the front row and don't have name tags. It's an interesting approach. I got my tickets first. I'm done. Fuck the name tag thing. <laughs> Carrie with a K, A-R-I-E instead of Carrie, you know that movie. That's the classic with what's with, um, uh, <laughs> Susie's basic. Thank you. Let's not do that again. When any of my guests go, uh, don't answer, don't throw in the answer. Or I will, uh, oh, super who? Super Jeff instead of super bad. That's not much of a pun, but uh, it's excellent photoshopping on that. Uh, <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of Maddie's balls. <laughs> okay. Right next to Talians. Is your name Taylor? Okay. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Connie. That's a good one. Not another Tina movie. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of Tina movies. <laughs> Heavy Nates. <laughs> All right, good job, everybody. Get ready to whip those out again later. Doug Plugs. Doug Loves Movies is back in Los Angeles Tuesday at 9 p.m. at Meltdown Comics. Returns to the American Comedy Company in San Diego for my annual Night Before Thanksgiving uh, show. This time it'll be at Doug Loves Movies. And then New York City on Sunday, November 27th. Plus tapings in San Antonio, Austin, Fort Lauderdale. And I'm doing stand-up in Irvine and Sacramento during the holiday taint. All deets for upcoming dates can be found at douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. Uh, I went to the, uh, it's really, it's really, makes me very happy that they opened up a recreational marijuana shop in the same building that the comedy club I play in Portland <laughs> is located in. It's one-stop shopping for me. And uh, <laughs> um, I, so I went to Pharma is the name of it, and it's right downstairs, and they're open till 10 tonight. And uh, anybody can go in there. You got to be over 21. You got to have an ID. They card you like multiple times, like you're trying to get on a plane. And um, although there, they just ask you for it twice. Um, <laughs> and they have to, by law, give you a card that says, when you buy your weed there, it may harm your baby. <laughs> Thank you.
Hello. I mean, I know I can be a little effeminate, but uh, <laughs> do they are they that butch here in Portland that I could be pass as a lady? <laughs> I've currently got the hair court for it, I guess. Um, anyway, then you flip it over and it says marijuana can make kids very sick. Again, uh, you know. I, I do a thing, I do like to go to a park with a, a nice J and just blow it in children's faces. <laughs> so I'm putting that card in the prize bag. Also, also in the prize bag today is a uh, Douglas Movies t-shirt. Oh, this looks like a really big one. It's a really big one you could sleep in. Uh, and... Um, Oh, this is um, a shirt, also another shirt that says Victory 1992. What, what does this mean? Does this make sense to somebody? Is it a video game or something? Mario it's Mario Kart? Yeah. The original, somebody says over there like, <laughs> just ready to, just came here to have a debate about something. <laughs> I'm angry about what's going on in the world. I'll take it out on trivia. <laughs> uh, the final, and I hope they don't send me any more of these, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, foam uh, uh, <laughs> finger, foam chainsaw finger. And, oh man, it just, it just keeps coming. A koozie with a rope that goes around your neck. It's very convenient. <laughs> Because if you're using a koozie, you should kill yourself. <laughs> uh, a, a little peacemaker pipe that's good for traveling. It's only been used once. And a couple of uh, D luscious cookies that I brought from uh, my recent appearance on At Midnight on Comedy Central. All of that... All of that in a lovely Ash vs. Evil Dead bag that you will want to take to the grocery store if you don't want to spend a dime for a plastic bag. You got to bring your own bags to the grocery store now, you guys. I'm going to go ahead and spend the dime. <laughs> and then I'm going to throw that plastic bag right out into the middle of the street <laughs> and hope that it gets cast in American Beauty 2. As you can see, uh, maybe a first for uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, do I usually just have three guests when I do the show here? Yep. Yeah, so this might be a first, but it, it had to happen because they were here. Yeah, all these people are here, and four of, uh, four of the greatest. Please give a big warm welcome to Greg Proops, Emma Arnold, Doogie Horner, and Jeff Tate. Wow. Portland. That has been our show. Good night, everybody. Good night. Such a beautiful day here today. Kind of Clear. like the day the Adams family got married. <laughs> um. 
Let's meet these folks individually. <laughs> Starting with directly to my left. It's Emma Arnold, everybody. She's Hi. back. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course, you're based in uh, Idaho. What brings you to this part of the country? Did your bees migrate? <laughs> uh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> she's she's wow. a beekeeper, you guys. <laughs> Let's just address the elephant bee in the room. Uh, actually, Doug, bees only travel about six miles uh, in a radius. So Really? So that's, <laughs> that's why you don't need cages for them? That's why you don't need leashes? Just little leashes, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was doing some, some shows down in around Bend and in Eugene and around in Portland and stuff. Fun places to go, right? Fun places, yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, and then uh, you'll be doing a set later tonight here at Helium. Yep, I'm doing a guest set here, and then I'm doing Al's Den after this, too. So. Oh. So. Ice, ice cold reaction. <laughs> so. <laughs> Some guy named Al just has a lot of money. Just said no, no money. So you're gonna just go perform basement. in his den. <laughs> just, he just has a very comfortable basement, and <laughs> that's my whole bag. Some people have a man cave. He has a, uh, a dead lady cave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that sounds like fun. And then what's your what else? Uh, you got something else going on in the region? Or you go home after No, that? Uh, I, I have a Eugene tomorrow at Old Nick's, and then I go home, and I'm off until Jeff and I go to Louisiana and Texas. All right, let's introduce him. It's Jeff Tate, everybody. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Hello. Hey, Portland. Hey. It has been too long, Jeff. I have not had the chance to ask you the question if you've seen Jack Reacher 2 never reach back. Yeah. I have. I saw it on opening night Thursday. The Thursday before. Sometimes with these big movies, they put them out at night before because of demand. Uh, They overestimate it. It's not a sometimes thing anymore. Now it's just if a movie's opening Friday, you could see it Thursday night. Oh, I thought it was because Jack Reacher was awesome. No. It wasn't a Jack Reacher thing. Trolls got the same treatment. I dressed up for it. I dressed up like Jack Reacher to go to the movie, and then all my friends bailed on me, so I had to do it by myself. So I was wearing clothes from an army surplus store, and I I thought people were going to be like, Jack Reacher, right? But instead they were like, they didn't say anything to me because I looked like I was there to shoot it up. And then I tried to start a book club with people. Like, my idea was, I need friends. I don't have a lot of friends back home, so maybe I could start a Jack Reacher book club. People that go see it at 7 o'clock on Thursday, they're probably real fans of the series. And the author made a cameo, and the guy next to me, like, nudged his wife and was like, there's the author. And I was like, I'll try to be friends with those people. After, but they, like, so I was, like, like, trying to make small talk, like... You like the movie? What'd you think? Do you read the books? And the guy's like, we read the books. And they were like, we're in the parking lot. We're walking faster. The pace is quickening. (laughs) 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 And I I kept trying to... This is smelling like like you're uh, developing a one-man show. (laughs) Reach for it. The man who... (laughs) (laughs) This autumn. Reach for it. The man who loves Jack Reacher. Um... It didn't. All of that sounds hilarious. <laughs> but how about the movie? What'd you think of the movie? I liked it. I, <laughs> it. 
I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I did think it was, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I'm glad they made it. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I'll go see it again tonight if anybody's in, if anybody. I mean, I have the. It's have still the, in theaters? Yeah. Hanging in there? Sure, yeah, Jack Reacher, man. What does it get, like a couple of screenings a night, or does it get does it still get the matinees? I mean, there's a chance we won't be able to see it tonight. We might yeah. have to go tomorrow. The showtimes might not work out. It's just 10.20 a.m. at one theater. It might be alternating with another movie on the smallest screen. I don't know why I'm, you know, bashing it so hard. I haven't seen it. It's, I, you know, it's a good mystery. Whatever. I mean, he solves a mystery, like in the first one. He goes back. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Shouldn't That have. probably was my least favorite thing about the first one was the mystery. What else was there? There was uh, the scene where he tells everybody how he's about how he's going to beat them up, and then he proceeds to do it, and it's awesome. And see, in this in this one, he just does it, and you're like, I bet he planned it. <laughs> like he doesn't tell you the plan. Did too much story to tell, too much mystery. So much mystery. Let's take man. out that thing that was the most entertaining aspect of the first one. Great idea. <laughs> Have you seen the porn one, Jack? Reach around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two stars. I dressed up like that guy once too. That was. I'm gonna give. I'm asked for my money back. I'm gonna sue for Jack breach of contract. <laughs> what? Boy, were you reaching? <laughs> Jeff, Bre- I've, I've learned so much from you. You're almost like a Jeff teacher. Oh, okay, I see what you did. Yeah. I'm sorry I can't help you with it, Doogie, but that was I see what you did. <laughs> I would love to be able to bail you out of this, whatever you just did, but... People are loving it. Everybody <laughs> likes it. They all smiled silently. You guys, people listening can't hear it, but everybody smiled and gave me a thumbs up. There was a lot of respect for that joke, a lot of quiet respect. There is, <laughs> there is something deeper and more powerful yeah. than laughter, and that is the respect that this crowd just gave me. It's like a Ricky Gervais joke where you're like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. Hey, you thought of that. Good for you, bud. (laughs) Okay, Donnie, I think that... um, I hope that someone is kind of running uh, their fingers over a soundboard of some kind to make this... uh, Everything's kind of feeding back quite a bit. It's making a hollow noise, which the listeners might not be hearing. Sometimes the listeners get a great uh, clean version of this, but in the room it sounds a little... Or is it just us on stage? (laughs) Half of the people said they could hear it. We really are a divided country. We couldn't even get we couldn't even get accurate feedback about the feedback. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> we still got folks to say hello to. Let's go down all the way to the other end. It's Greg Proops. Hello, Oregon. Hello, Doug Loves Movies. Nation. Thanks for having me on, Duggars. Always great to have you. Tomorrow night, Smartest Man in the World podcast right here on this very stage. 7 p.m., don't miss it. It's the post-apocalyptic Mango Mussolini edition. Uh, I haven't been to the mic since before the election, so tomorrow everybody gets it. (laughs) And then a note of hope. 
I got to tell you, it's going to be a great show tomorrow because Helium has got the one microphone show down pat. <laughs> if you just have the one microphone, you're good. Yeah. I a lot, lot less feedback then. Yeah, the, no. The, and a lot less audience feedback. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll be in uh, um, uh, Brooklyn next week at the Bell House the n- day after Thanksgiving after you finish fighting with your relatives, residents of Park Slope. I invite you to come down to the Bell House uh, in Gawainas. So we'll do the smartest men there. And then we're going to Vancouver then. Were you asking all this or am I supposed to do it here? No, we can do all that at the end. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it at the end when the listeners are just like, I need to hear more from their mouths. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't have a Jack Reacher story. Um, Did you see the first Reacher? Uh, no, I uh, eschewed the first Reacher uh, because I remembered uh, I was going to go. And then I thought, oh, fuck, I'm, you know, I'm cool and I have shit to do. And so... <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, don't make Jeff angry. Don't make Jeff angry. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary proofs. <laughs> I wasn't... Uh, one of the tenets of my show is I'm bound to shit on something you love. <laughs> oh, that sounds super fun. <laughs> Yep, there's a lot of uh, masochistic people out there. And there's also Doogie Horner! Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here in Portland. I I have a standard Portland opener that I do whenever I'm in Portland doing a show here. I say, oh, great to be here in Portland, although I had a little trouble finding the club because somebody gave me directions that included make a left at the coffee shop. <laughs> and you didn't like it, but it always crushes. <laughs> <laughs> Except last <laughs> night at the Late Show, it got the reaction you guys gave me, and I was really sweating. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough opening. There w- but you recovered? You know, it's... <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> there was a crater on the stage when I walked on. <laughs> Are we doing bits? I had an opener that went, I would go, uh, hey, my name's Jeff. I just found out I'm single. That's a good bit, right? Like, I love that's it. A solid opener. People can relate. A lot of people named Jeff. A lot of people single. Yeah, right? <laughs> people know what you're talking just about. Just found out I'm single. That's funny. That's like a funny way to say it. Mm-hmm. Like you just got a text right before you came on stage. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out at this one today. (laughs) You guys are ready to team up and do skits. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm the salesman. You come in and try to buy a parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what do you mean try to buy one? If you're you're a salesman, aren't you going to be cooperative? No, that's the funny part. That's the funny part. I don't, I'm like, nah, I don't want... I've got a deep uh, backstory. May I buy a parrot, please? Nah, I don't know. (laughs) Look, I'm, I'm seriously interested in a parrot. It doesn't even have to be a parrot. It could just be a budgie. Uh, I was about to go get lunch. <laughs> Do you have cages? Do you sell cages? I have my own birds. Look, read the sign up front. It says just tires. <laughs> all right, I'm giving all the points to Greg, and he gets to read the credits at the end of the show. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Thanks, Clive. <laughs> you, don't, you don't mess with the points and stuff when you're out doing those live for uh, audiences, do you? No. And the new, what, does the new show, Aisha Tyler gives you points? Aisha Tyler is the host of the new show, and uh, we're coming back for another season next year, and uh, it'll be our 450th season on the air. Uh, we're the wow. longest. Wow. 
We we started out as a uh, as a cave painting, and uh, we've uh, just evolved over the years by getting older. And uh, no, it's uh, I, he's just the host. But when we do it on the road with Ryan and them, uh, we don't do the points, and we don't do hoedown ever. And I know it's disappointing. A lot of people like hoedown, but uh, not, not in this crowd, thank goodness. But in other crowds, yell hoedown, and Ryan will always just go, "I got your hoedown right here." And that's it. <laughs> Yeah, Greg is great to see in any setting because uh, if you love him, he will still shit on you. It's, it's, it's just our way of getting along. Do you, Greg, do you pay any attention to the Harry Potter films? We got this new one, Fantastic Beasts. I, I haven't uh, because if I feel like I go into a theater full of 11-year-olds, I, that could be reported. And uh, <laughs> I just... Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I don't think I'm spoiling it when I say the beasts are in the guy's suitcase. You see it right what? away. I, I don't know why. There's no mystery about where you're going to find them. He's walking around with it the whole movie. But uh, So, Greg, you, you, how many of the Harry Potter movies prior to this one have you seen? The, the part, of, part of one? Wait, this movie's a Harry Potter movie? It is. It's, it's the Harry Potter world. It like, takes place before the Harry Potter films start. And it's a different character named... Uh, Jack why Reacher's is not Jeff so, it, so sad? You wouldn't care. It's a chance to expand that world and add things. And there's stuff that does connect to the Harry Potter uh, stories. I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Well, so why were you disappointed? Because I want to see this one, but I don't want to have to go see all the rest. Oh. Oh, then you should be fine. There's only a couple little uh, connective references. <laughs> you might enjoy it. I don't know. Feels like a, felt more like a kid's movie than Harry Potter movies, if you could believe that. I just like movies about suitcases. <laughs> well, if you want mixed-up suitcases, I recommend the granddaddy of all mixed-up suitcase movies, and that's called uh, What's Up, Doc. Yeah? Great movie. I like, oh, yeah, I like True Romance. That has a suitcase. Yes. They mix them up? They, he just takes Pulp the wrong fiction. one. He, pick, he Pulp picks fiction, up the wrong great one. example. Pulp Fiction, it's just the one case. There's no mistaken for another case. How to stuff a body in a trunk. That no more guessing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just want to get through this quickly. Uh, the USA Today uh, ma magazine, newspaper, uh, just recently ranked the, uh, all, the, all eight Harry Potter films, uh, uh, you know, best to, to worst. And uh, my favorite was the w one they put in second place. But do you have a favorite one, Doogie? I like Prisoner of Azkaban. There you go. But it's brisk. A lot of the other ones, they're a little slow for me. Yeah, well, also, Alfonso Cuaron, I think, started sort of fixed and s sent the whole thing on the right direction. That's yeah. why it's my favorite one. Yeah. Number two on the list, though. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to burn all the copies of USA Today that I see. Wouldn't it have been easier to rank them by the cast size place? They grew, did they not, as the series? They were children when it started? So just go like, you know, from shortest to tallest, to tallest to shortest. <laughs> Rank them by height? Yeah, the Harry Potter movies ranked it's by like height. Number one, first movie. Number right. two, number two second, second movie. movie. Number three, right. third movie. Number Thank four, you, fourth movie. Precisely. Yeah. And then how many are there? Uh, 20, 25? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happens with the Deathly Hollows. It's a two-parter, but they filmed it all in one big chunk. Wow. It's a tie for last. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was so happy when you said that. <laughs> well, I didn't think I was going to get a play along because I don't understand. I don't know anything about the movies, but I get the way numbers work. 
<laughs> what was first? Uh, do you have a favorite one? I like the first one. I like Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Oh, no, wait, that's not the first one. Sorry. My point is proven. The, the rock sorcerer's, magic. Sorcerer's first balls. Sorcerer's stone. Yeah. Sorcerer's like rocks. Sorcerer's rocks. Yeah, you like that one. I do. It's you Christmassy. like it because you like little kids kids playing around with magic. I like. I, it's Christmassy. My kids and I always watch it at Christmas time. Cause right. It's, it's always on ABC Family as yeah. their 31 Days of Christmas thing. <laughs> So's Willy Wonka, and I always am like, because there's candy. <laughs> that makes it a Christmas movie? Okay. I don't mind watching it, though. Um, <laughs> uh, so the, the one about the uh, Order of the Phoenix is the one they said is number one. Mm. Oh. oh, people are disappointed. I like how USA Today is like, there's no other news right now. This is the big story, Yeah, yeah, folks. Doogie, it was on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. <laughs> Flash! <laughs> it was actually, it was actually, it turns out eight of the Harry Potter movies are, were on Trump's transition team. <laughs> That's how bad he is at it. Do you guys... If they not, were, if the eight Harry Potter movies were his transition team, I'd feel pretty good about it. would be fine. Yeah. Our okay. chances. I think that'd be a great... Instead of just all the dementors and... Are there any... Ch- <laughs> Snape. <laughs> Are there any trolls in those movies? Yeah, the house troll. Sure. Well, the house house elf. Oh, so the, but they're oh, not sorry. like right wing, white supremacist trolls. I don't I don't know his politics, uh, but there is one Bobby. big yeah, troll. Yeah, I'd say uh, the Dementors are kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, right they seem leaning. racist to me. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. At the very Tra- least, they hate children. Mm-hmm. Tradition- uh, Traditionally, trolls try to keep you from crossing a bridge, which is over a river, which would be ve- a very right-wing thing to do. Mm-hmm. A very conservative, stay on your side of the river, please. But I feel like uh, a Republican troll would be like, no tolls. There's too many bridge tolls. <laughs> Instead, you got to take a religious test before you can cross the bridge. <laughs> Do you, or have you ever been Muslim? <laughs> do you? Do you? Is, do you? Do you been Muslim? Is you? Is you or is you not? Is oh, you I'm, is, I'm, I'm is phrasing you it like they would. Yeah. Does you be bad no. or is you goodish? Yeah. Good. Are you bigly bad? Because they speak in that simplistic word salad. Yeah. Word salad. If I gave points for saves, you just would got one. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that one. <laughs> that you get an assist. Let's start with Emma. The question I always ask, the penetrating, difficult to answer question. What was the last? Someone's alarm is going off. <laughs> Burst of music you heard? <laughs> what was the last movie you saw, Emma? Uh, I watched the Evil Dead trilogy with my son, Calvin, for our podcast. How old's Calvin now? 13. 13, yes. Perfect Um, age for those films. Yep. That's Um, what the MPAA recommends. You know, they're quite funny, and they're not uh, as as glorious as I remember. 13 going on 17. He he was sick. He has chicken pox right now. Okay, well, that's going to make it better. Yeah, so... 
No, he, he. We were watching it for our podcast, and I he wanted to watch something scary but a little bit funny, and so I was like, "Well, let's watch Army of Darkness." And he was like, "Uh, we can't watch those out of order." Wow. Yeah, he's a good kid. So we watched we watched all three of them, and he was, he loved it. He thought they were super great. <laughs> he thought they were really funny. That's cool. You should make him watch. You said like, that like you don't actually think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, I don't cool. know. That's you know, it's more like a transition statement, you know, <laughs> like I was gonna move on to something else, but Wait, can uh, I tell you my Jack Reacher story? It's really good, I promise. As it's long really as quick. Calvin is involved. Nope, he's nope, not. Then you can't um, tell the it. night that Jeff was watching Jack Jack Reacher, I was sharing a bag of popcorn with Leonard Malton. Wow. Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I call an over the pants handy. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's for sure not. No, no. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> no, I was at the uh, Stand Against Evil premiere, and we sat next to each other, and we shared a bag of kettle corn, and I told him that my friend was at Jack Reacher right then, and he was like, mm. <laughs> no. 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 No, Jack Reacher. No. That and was... That was his visceral reaction to not being able to see it the same night as me. Is that yeah. is that what you're saying? He was disappointed. No, no he. Um, I won't. I mean, I won't voice his opinion, but I don't think he was a fan. He also told yeah, me keep to keep his opinion secret because that's what Leonard Maltin does with his opinion about <laughs> movies. Is he forms well, I don't want to speak for him. him. I don't want to speak for him. He also asked me to please stop talking with my mouth full at one point. Wow, he's a he's a critic about everything. <laughs> oh critical. gosh, I didn't mean it. That natural. was so sexual. That is not how I meant it. That is not how I meant it. Oh god. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> I don't understand how you fucking Leonard Malton is a Jack Reacher story. Because <laughs> she reached into his popcorn. <laughs> no. Well, we should just move on. <laughs> Okay, Jeff. <laughs> Remember, you're under oath. The last movie I saw was called Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. People like it? It was great. I thought it was super fun. It was like super bad, but with zombies and, uh, yeah, less less of those guys. Like, it was, I liked it better than Super Bad. I don't know why I brought up Super Bad. But I did like the Scout's Guide to the Zombie <laughs> Jeff Apocalypse. Jeff is a guy that compares everything to Super Bad. <laughs> Better or worse than super bad? That's all he'll tell you. Better. <laughs> Jack Reacher never go back. Better than super bad. Oh, I got one for you. Yeah. Lone Ranger. That was not as good as super bad. Okay, good. You finally came to your senses. There's hope for this country. Dookie. Well, the last thing I saw was I, I went to a 24-hour horror movie marathon in Philly that uh, Exhumed Films puts on. We go every year. We've been going for eight years now. and um, It was a great lineup year this year. This year they showed all 80s movies. And they had some great stuff. Motel Hell. Um, they had... Uh, what was the last one they showed? Because then that would be <laughs> the so last movie you saw. Society. It's a little-known film. There's, there's three people over there that... Want to have a society four-way with you, Doogie? 
the first like hour of that movie, nothing happens. It's horribly shot. It's boring. And then the last half hour will be seared onto your memory for the rest of your life. It's this insane orgy where everybody's bodies melt into each other. What's this picture? It's called... (laughs) Greg, suddenly interested. I had lost interest during the listing, but no, no, I'm not... No, what was the name of that one? Society? It's called Society, and it's about rich people. They have this secret society. They're all actually aliens, and they consume poor people. They, like, literally consume their flesh. Yeah, it's a documentary. That's true. That's what's happening in this country. Michael Moore. This is from HBO documentary film. Yeah, Yeah, it's a doc, and... uh, and so the whole last a- half hour is just all these rich people having this crazy orgy and their bodies melting and merging with each other and they're consuming these, these poor people mm-hmm. while they have oh. sex. It's gonna I've, got happen. A, I've got a list of reasons to not see it now. <laughs> starting with hour of boring and half hour of seared into your brain. Yeah. Well, if I, I would, can pass on both of those parts. Well, if I could recommend one film from the marathon that I thought was the best, it would be Scream for Help. It was fantastic. It's a thriller by the director who did Death Wish, and it's over-the-top, funny, kind of um, revenge thriller about this young girl who um, her mom's uh, hu- husband is uh, trying to kill her for her money, and it's, it's really fun. And I'd never heard of it. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I highly recommend it. What's it called it. again? Scream for Help. I highly Pretending recommend to write it, it down. <laughs> Oh, my God, he's really just pretending to write it down. You should see it. He's got a big quill pen, and he is flourishing it, and... (laughs) He's licking the point. It's very insulting. Greg Proops, have you seen a movie? I did. We showed... uh, Jennifer and me showed... uh, um, I walked with a zombie on Halloween at the Cine Family in L.A., and uh, the the, the 19... Oh, 54, I can't remember, Val Luton, uh, uh, black and white picture. It's a perfect horror movie because it's like 70 minutes long. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and uh, it's like the original voodoo one where the guy rises from the cane fields and whatnot. It's, again, it's about white colonial oppression because I like to make sure that everything has politics in it. <laughs> well, how does your next uh, Greg Proops Film Club at Cine Family in Los Angeles where you're going to be showing The Apartment, the classic The Apartment, how does that fit into the current? Uh, what's relevant about the apartment today? Well, uh, if you've never, if you've seen that, the every man in it is a sexist huh? piece of shit. <laughs> yes, he lives in a corporate world where letting your bosses shag uh, people in your apartment is how you get ahead. And uh, I think that uh, I didn't. We didn't pick it for that reason. We picked it because it's awesome and funny and uh, heartbreaking and wonderful. But it is a scathing indictment of men. Yeah. And uh, I've had it with men and white people. I just want to tell everybody right now. Yeah. I, I am a man and a white people. So fuck me. <laughs> we really let the team down, boys. <laughs> and on that note, uh, Bert can turn the show off because I'm going to say, let the games begin. Lady and gentlemen, you have a lot of name tags to choose from, so please go grab the one you want to play for and uh, bring it back to your seat. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, 
you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is the time in the show when we have possibly have ads, but we don't have any ads on this one. So the listeners get to enjoy this process. We'll go through the, uh, what they brought for the prize bag when they uh, come back. Thank you very much. Looks like Greg Proops has got one. Jeff's got one. Doogie's got one. Emma's still working the room. Seeing if anybody has any popcorn in their laps. Oh, Josh, and, yes please. Josh instead of Jaws. Uh, I've, I uh, put that on my Instagram the other day. That's a classic. All right, she got one. Looks like she got a light-up one. Making them sparkly never hurts, you guys. It's a way to get our attention, us, us comedians. <laughs> but a uh, round of applause for everybody for doing such a good job, making the effort. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Every town I go to, people go to the trouble of making these things. And uh, Greg ran off to get what he brought for the uh, prize bag. Uh, he might be shopping somewhere. <laughs> Did you run down to Pharma? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> uh, you got a name tag, though, too, there, right, Greg? Let's do a double. Tell me who you're playing for and what, what you brought for the prize bag. Um, I'm playing for Abby, uh, and she's done a, a groovy post. Oh. Wait, where's your mic? Yeah, I'm playing for Abby, and she's done a groovy post of herself here. Irving Berlin's Abby, Get Your Gun. That is a nice poster. <laughs> very well done, very artful. Classic film. A classic film taking place uh, in a vaudeville uh, in a Wild West show, and it's all about male oppression. <laughs> <laughs> Doogie, oh sorry Greg, what'd you, what'd you bring for the prize bag? Um, I brought a Smartest Man in the World t-shirt uh, and a kitten sticker. Pass them down, Doogie. Thanks buddy. Who are you playing for, what'd you bring? I'm playing for Beetle Jess and it's a Beetlejuice poster with Jess's face uh, on it and it's very nice. And it's a metaphor for class warfare, right Greg? Yeah. <clears throat> Beetlejuice is a a film about uh, aspirational yuppie yeah. fucksticks who try to fuck with the ether world and receive their cosmic justice. Yeah. And for my prizes, I, I brought two bottles of Fago. I got cotton candy and uh, raspberry blueberry. I love that one. <laughs> like they're just like, should it be raspberry or blueberry? And they go, well, it's a Fago. 
And then I, I did a drawing of a cat. And it's on fire, and it's got a snake biting it, and a peg leg, and a hook, and an eye patch. And it says, born lucky. So. Nice. Just using up all nine lives simultaneously, though. Um, I worry. Oh, you really did bring some Fago. Yeah. What kind of joke would that be? Brought some Sprite? Just kidding. Jesus, so much sugar. You know, I almost wasn't able to um, uh, find those Fagos because someone gave me directions to the soda store that included make a left at the coffee shop. Killed that time. Worked that time. It's in the delivery. I I think you just got to be, you got to sell it. Pick your spots. Mm I feel bad for the guy sitting in the front row, Jeff, with the Super Jeff. We, when we were shit-talking super bad, were you, did you feel terrible? Like, now I'm never going to get picked? Not that we were shit-talking it, just Jeff. Who I are you playing for, Jeff? <laughs> I'm playing for Joni. She made a poster for a Joni tale. It's like that movie, A Brony Tale. Uh-huh. And then it says right here, DLM Challenge 307, which I'm assuming... Means she's watched 307 movies so far this year. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming this was the 307th movie. So was I it? To, was it? Where is she? No. <laughs> you should have Nice lied. guess, Reacher. <laughs> you could have just said yes. <laughs> Mystery not solved. <laughs> and I brought some stuff for the prize bag. Uh, <laughs> I brought a copy of my album. Again, Jeff Tate, again. There nice. you go. It's a very good album. And cool. I brought the cookie that they gave me at the hotel. Oh, there you are. For checking in, it's got, it's got nuts in it, and I don't like nuts in my cookies. <laughs> That's something Emma and I do not have in common. This is my popcorn. <laughs> uh, just to clear that up, I was talking with my mouthful of popcorn my mouth was full of popcorn, and I was talking to him. He told me not to talk with mm-hmm. my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I figured it out the first time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wh- this one's lovely. It's all yeah. uh, lit up. and. <laughs> I'm playing for Tim Tannock. Golden lights. Look, it has tiny little hands coming out of it. I yeah. That was pretty great. Like the weird little, yeah, like they're on the, I'm on top of the world. Yeah. And it's a the metaphor the for the struggle of immigrants, of course. So. Yes. <laughs> and Titanic, I, of course, is a class struggle movie of the highest caliber. Yeah. I'm going to try to fix on this the nose for me. <laughs> and I'm I brought, sorry, Emma. Um, I brought a mug from Tiny's Coffee and um, some Aardvark uh, habanero salsa. Oh, that's a popular one. <laughs> and a blow pop and a, a pecan pumpkin cookie. And I forgot honey, so if you win, um, give me your address after the show and I'll mail you some. She'll mail you some Not honey from her personal bees. Not, yeah, from my own personal bees. Yeah. Thank you, Emma. What, what kind of uh, flowers do the, uh, uh, is the honey? Oh, that my kind of honey. Yeah, yeah, your honey. Uh, it's like it's like urban honey, so it's a mix of things, you know, clover and um, ragweed and sage and yard flowers. And that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's very g- good. Uh, <laughs> it's very tasty. Urban honey sounds like a great album. 
<laughs> it, so. In fact, it was my dancer name for a while. <laughs> but I just couldn't make it work. <laughs> I hope who wins this, whoever wins this is a boxer because this is a heavy bag. <laughs> it's that Fago. <laughs> it weighs like two pounds. Yeah, whatever you do, don't shake up this bag. <laughs> We'll have a sugar explosion when you get home. There we go. All right. All of that is somebody's tonight. And it is all in one bag, which is, oh, no. Oh. Fago's on the loose. <laughs> um, all right. So we're gonna, I've got uh, several games here that I've uh, worked out for your uh, gaming pleasure. And uh, a couple of you may have not have played this one before. This first one is called Jason and Deb's IMDb Game. Uh, I forgot to check your top four on uh, IMDb, Greg Proops. Do you know what your top four are where it says most known for on your IMDb on page? Mine? Yeah. What, you mean in, in chronological order? Or in you don't have to do them in the right order. I just wonder what you think it's, uh, it says. Well... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm working on a picture. Uh, uh, I'm well, fumbling, they don't, it's, I'm it's fumbling you, this joke terribly. It's things, you, the things you're known for. Oh, well, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Phantom Menace, uh, I don't know, Whose Line, and then um, uh, Obscurity. <laughs> that was they're never movie. that. They're not mean like that. They go out of their way to find a fourth credit. Oh, this is fucking sweet. Uh, what is it? Your number one credit up on their best known for is Night The Nightmare Before Christmas. And then the next is uh, the, that Star Wars, uh, one of the titles that I never mention anymore. And then... You shouldn't uh, be so mean. A terrible accident happened and destroyed most of the plot of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get you on with Jacob Siroff. He's becoming the number one prequels apologist in America. <laughs> and I'd love to have the two of you talk about it. I uh, thought he was the only. Well, I, I guess there's other ones out there because he, he seems to have some fans. Uh, Brother Bear is That's your third. I had one line in Brother Bear. Do you remember and, what it was? Yeah. Uh, I love you, honey bear. And then <laughs> another bear goes, get a cave. Uh, that was the joke. I had the setup. I love you, honey bear. Because those bears were going to fuck. Yeah, w with the Pope in the woods. Thank you. Yeah. And no one would be there to hear it. Mm -hmm. And uh, number four in your best known for on IMDb, I'm so proud, Super High Me. Yeah. <laughs> Super High Me is a classic tale At least of you greed have, like... and capitalism. <laughs> set against a backdrop of eternal war uh, in a dystopian society. It's a scathing indictment of people you who get, get uh, You get three lines in that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Very early on in, in the movie, too. <laughs> uh, so thank you for doing that. And that's... So that's your top four. This game is... I'm going to start saying somebody's top four. And you buzz in with your own name, Greg, Doogie, Jeff, Emma... Uh, when you think you know what actor or actress it is. But if you jump in on the first title, there's a good chance you'll be wrong. So that gets you negative one point. Get a point for a correct answer. And if, I, if you buzz in before the fourth title is named, you get an extra point for every additional 
title, you guessed correctly, in that person's top four. What Hope that made sense. <laughs> <laughs> what in the name that's of all that's holy is happening? <laughs> I, think, I think you'll be good at this, Greg, but it's, it is a little, little tricky at first. So buzz in with your own name if you think you know what actor or actress's top four best known for on IMDb starts with The Martian. Nobody wants to take a chance because it turns out The Martian has a lot of people in it. <laughs> the second title is Dumb and Dumber. Doogie. Jeff. Doogie's in first. Jeff Daniels. That's correct. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Greg. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta say your name. You say Greg Brooks. I know. I said Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew the answer, but I said <clears throat> another comedian's name. Yeah. I Jeff Tate. Ah, shoot. And then he answers. Yeah. When <clears throat> when you said Jeff, I was like, no, nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I not in the Martian. <laughs> I think like there was a split second where I was like, why the fuck did I buzz in? <laughs> <laughs> So now Doogie gets to guess two more uh, Jeff Daniels titles, and if you're correct on either of them, you get a point for each. Steve Jobs? Name two things that he was in. Steve Jobs. That's one. Oh. um, I can't think of another Jeff Daniels movie. Can you think of another Steve Jobs movie? Well, you know, sometimes they'll put in a TV show, like they'll put in, like, Newsroom sometimes. What's a TV show like news, Newsroom? I'll say Newsroom. <laughs> no, they went with... Uh, <laughs> you set me up! You weren't going to guess anything anyway. No, I gave I, you something to guess. I had nothing. Uh, they went with Good Night and Good Luck. And Speed. And Speed, that's ah. right. Speed. Good Night and Good Luck is terrific. Uh, okay, so... The story of suppression during the McCarthy era. <laughs> mm. Dookie got one point for that, and um, there's uh, two more to go. I'll do a, uh, a tiebreaker if, there, if there's a need for one. <clears throat> Whose top four starts with Little Miss Sunshine? Second movie, As Good As It Gets. Uh, Greg. Who is it, Greg? Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear is correct. Kinnear. Now you get a shot at two more Greg Kinnear movies. I'm totally blanking on him now. Uh, right? Uh, the, the bloody, uh, uh, The Matador? That's one. And um, uh, what's the Bob Crane one called? I can't remember the fucking name of that one. Oh, 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 shit. Yeah, it, that's not it then. Don't uh, say it. <laughs> there's also the windshield wiper one that's dreadful. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That one's really bad. Yeah. Uh, what's another? Ge- yeah. Kittens. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm blanking on Greg Kinnear movies. I'm, I'm in the Doogie Jeff Daniels hole right now where I could clearly think of two Jeff Daniels movies, but now Greg Kinnear is but a dim and distant memory. <laughs> Dim and Distant Memory sounds like a Greg Kinnear movie. I'm going to say Dim and Distant Memory. It's a thriller with Kim Basinger. It's a story of suppression during this... The, 
Is it the soup? So those are your guesses, Greg? What was it? So you're done guessing? Well, I, I can't think of the name of the Bob Crane one. It was called Remote Something or, or Bound. Yeah, no, I am. No. That's the one I would say, and I can't. Yeah. I'm stuck. That's too bad. I know. I failed. All right. So Do uh, I get deducted a point or whatever? No, no. You didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. All right. Uh, those are just bonus points that you didn't get. and Because uh, they went with, you've got mail mm. and uh, Ghost Town. Mm. Oh, bugger. With Ricky Gervais, which I like that movie, by, by the by. Uh, okay, so Greg has one point, Doogie has one point, and Emma and Jeff do not. <laughs> this, this is it, you guys. This is your chance to get in on this one, so uh, you might want to make a risky move, go out with a blaze of glory. Who's top four on IMDb begins with? The Help. So far, we've had uh, Jeff Daniels was an answer, and Greg Kinnear was an answer. And the first movie is The Help in this round. Doogie was a last-minute addition, of course. What was the movie? The Help. Wasn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Nice. By the way, The Help is a story of suppression of the white majority it really is. over the underclass. It's not even a metaphor. No. That one really it's hits really the clear. Nose. Yeah. It's obvious. All right, here's the second title. <laughs> Birdman. Or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. I'm Greg. Who is it, Greg? Uh, Edward Norton? <laughs> no. Emma. Who is it, Emma? Michael Keaton? <laughs> <laughs> you no. said be bold. I was no. being bold. No, yeah, that's no, you, not went, right, you went for it. Doogie. That's not right. I meant jump in on the help and say somebody that was in the help. <laughs> and neither of those people were in the help. They were Doogie, in my mind. Doogie buzzed in. Emma Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of Emma's. I'm going to wait for that next time. <laughs> now that I'm the well, but you can't get that bonus point if you wait for it. I, I tie Doogie. No, I, I could win because they, they both lost their points. Yeah. So I get one title, and if I could come up with someone who was in all four of these movies... Um, one of which is The Help, which I for sure have never seen. <laughs> well, you just have to try yourself some shit pie sometime. I have had that. All right, here's the next title. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeff Alone. Yeah. Easy A. Oh. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> You're out now. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Stone. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, nice. Uh, nice. Oh, I get it, Jeff. And, De and uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. See, I got confused because the Jeff was spelled different. I don't think... 
I don't think there's even an actor oh, out there with the first name Doogie or the last name Horner. Doogie was the last edition. I get it. Yeah. There's only two Doogies, and the other one's a fictional character, but he's still more famous than me. <laughs> I am in second slash last place. Well, he also had his own television show. I mean... But he's not real! <laughs> but the reason why is because he was on TV. It was based on a real guy. Yeah. It was based on a real guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a documentary. <laughs> no, it, it was kind of. It was based on this kid that was really uh, that was a doctor that already finished school and w could be a doctor. Yeah. Oh, really? That was yeah. real. There oh, was yeah. really a kid no genius like that. No one thinks that up. <laughs> well. Like you're not just gonna. Make well, that Jeff, up. there are there are talking car shows. Yeah. And no man. Things like of that. You've nature. never seen the monsters. <laughs> I have seen a family that, was based that I on thought this guy. was monsters and was like. If those were monsters, they would be more charming. All right, uh, let's move on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's official. Jeff was the winner of that game. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to play a round of How High Can You Get? In this particular game, I'm going to get a genre of motion picture. Hopefully, there won't be too much debate about you know what the answers that fit in the genre. And of course, all rulings by Judge Doug are final until the corrections department corrects it later. Uh, but we're going to get a, a, a genre and then take turns naming movies. The first round, every single one of us, I like to play along, has to name a movie that's in that genre but only has one word in its title. Then the second round is two words, et cetera, and uh, you're out uh, if you can't think of one. And we also rotate, we move the who goes first down one each time so that the same person doesn't go first every time. But we're starting with Jeff, and then we'll go to Doogie, Greg, me, and Emma. And the person in the audience is pre-selected to pick a genre for us is Cap'n, Capt. Stuck? Captain Stack. Stack? <laughs> Captain Stack. Yes. What does that mean? It's my name to be uh, the captain of a hovercraft in the Matrix. It's the name of the captain of a hovercraft in the Matrix? Hey, your hovercraft? You have a... You own... You own a hovercraft that's in the Matrix? And his answer is, yep. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't The Matrix the story of how the robot industrial <laughs> complex was controlling the minds of the people and oppressing us and convincing us that we lived in a reality when actually they were sucking our fucking life forces to make their horrible robot society exist? Yes. And, by the way, as a show business note, the evil people in those movies? Agents. All right, well, Did I'm going to tell you right agents? now. Agents. Yeah, agents. I'm going to tell you right agents, now, Captain Jeff. Stack. The Listen Matrix. here, Captain Stack. Movies with hoverboards is not, or hovercrafts. Okay, that'd be good. Movies with hovercrafts or hoverboards. Now, what's your genre? Dystopian. Dystopian? Okay, I'm going to start with Steel Magnolias. Is that... Does that count? 
Is it dystopian slash chick flicks? Dystopian. Oh, my God. That means it's a nightmare world where the government is trying to oppress yeah, people. Yeah, of course it does. You're brainwashing my audience, Greg. All right, uh, Jeff, can you handle that? Can you give us a one-word dystopian movie? Uh, Everything's gone to shit. Is, hold on. <laughs> is, uh, like Mad Max, uh, you know, Mad Max films would be a... Mad Max. Well, one word. <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max with a hyphen. I do have a question. How many words is 1984? Uh, that'd be word, right? 1980 words. and four, so three. <laughs> Isn't it one because it's a number? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to argue it's with the never, smartest man in the world. It's never spelled out. It's, the title of the book is 1984. Yeah. All right. Yeah, alphabetically, 1984 would certainly come before A. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but Greg... <laughs> Thank you for your uh, decision, Greg and Jeff. Good luck in the next round. Yep. <laughs> By the way, 1984 is the story. Yeah, of course it is. Of a government yeah. run by Big Brother. It's, it's the story. It it's the story of a Ridley Scott commercial. It's a meet cute about the the romance. It's a romance. I always thought. Oh, okay. Doogie, do you have one? A one-word uh, dystopian movie? Gattaca. Okay. Great movie. Love it. Greg? Brazil. God damn you. I, I might be out already because I was, I was hanging on to Brazil like no one's going to say Brazil. <laughs> Shit. People in the audience have one. Don't try to help us. Don't try to help me. I'm going to spit one out, and you guys are going to go, whoa, I can't believe he just did that. Idiocracy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay, so Emma's next. She's got to give us a one-word, or then the next round starts with Doogie giving us a two-word title. Emma? Postman. Kevin Costner? Oh. Kevin Costner film? It's The Postman. No, it? no, it's not. No. It's just Postman. Postman. Is Greg? Is it? I think it's Are The we Postman. The, uh, I think it's you can't look it up? But Greg gets to decide. <laughs> it, it's Postman. It's Here Postman. we go. <laughs> <laughs> and this show is not brought to you by Postmates. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's your turn there, Doogie, for a two-worder. Blade Runner. Yes. Greg. Shit. That's a goodie. Uh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Metropolis Redux? No. Uh. I bet you can recall a movie. Doogie. What? <laughs> you mean total, totally recall one? I'm just urging him to search his memory. Like, just totally recall one. Hey, that's just the future in that movie. It's not so bad. Three-titted three ladies? Come on. <laughs> sorry. Just uh, one. Do you uh, think that one's dystopian, Greg? I've got a three in there. Oh, fooey. Do you um, think it is? Uh, Total Recall, is it dystopian? What? Total Recall. Uh, more, more sci-fi than dystopian. I think so, yeah. Blade Runner is a dystopian mm -hmm. society. Because people's identity is being questioned by the government because they put replicants <laughs> and they fuck with our memories. 
Uh-huh. So you're not even I- gonna steal Jeff's Mad Max idea? Oh, oh right. <laughs> yeah. Is Mad Max? Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, all right. <laughs> ro- ro- road Warrior. Or is it the road warrior? It's the road warrior. <laughs> no, I don't. All you have to do is say Mad Max. All right, Mad Max. <laughs> okay. Twelve monkeys. Oh, nice. see, I knew there was another Terry Gilliam one I was forgetting. Waterworld. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! The crowd loves you. <laughs> so I'm gonna, pull, I'm gonna pull a Chris Hardwick and let you stay, but Waterworld's one word. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The water world? <laughs> You're just, it's so sad. There, you, you would have been sad if there had been a water world too. If it wasn't such a failure. Jeff, what do you got? The Matrix. Yeah. Ah, nice. Wait, but isn't he supposed to do three now? No, no. Go up each now time? now okay. Greg has to start with three. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, I do? Yeah. Crikey, that came fast. As I was furiously thinking over here in the corner, right? right. Uh, this is so cheese, but it'll, the Matrix reloaded. Yeah. Just fighting for survival. All right, I'll go, I'll go with the Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very well, good. I, I just thought of another one that was better, but everybody has to guess. All right. My turn? Yeah. The Maze Runner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. Great work. (laughs) The Maze Runner was the original title of Children of the Corn. (laughs) Wow. That's really good. (laughs) That's a really good pun. That was amazing. Ah. That was a little corny. Yeah, super, super corny. Sorry. Uh, what do you got there? Well, whose turn is it, Doogie? Me, the running man. Yes. Yeah. But that's just two words. It's running man. The running His man. His name is Joseph Runningman. <laughs> that's me, John Runningman, trapped here in this dystopian future, fighting for my life. Uh, call me Johnny Runs. Uh, Greg. Uh, Four. Wait, wait, what happened now? I got to start with four? You got to start with four. I got to start with four. Okay. Uh, four word dystopian. Oh, shit. What was the one you wanted to say that we missed, Greg? No. Now I've realized it's four words. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't share that with you, Doug. This is a fixture of what white men do to other people. <laughs> they build you up, buttercup. Because I just remembered uh, uh, Children of Men and 28 Days Later. But anyway, for my four-word title that I'm going to pull out of nowhere, I am going with The Last Boy Scout. I'm out. (laughs) Four words, Emma. Mad Max Fury Road. Yes! (laughs) Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome! (laughs) The Hunger Games Mockingjay? Part one and part two, there's extra words on that. He's out. Yeah, that's, he's right about that. Um, 
Um, Sorry, Dukes. Oh, okay. You're out. Oh. Craig? Sorry, Doogie. No, you're not, Jeff. I just, I, I, I think that the one of the ones you said was the one I thought was four words. I thought it was the children of men. No, it's but just you realize, children of men. I realize now, of course, that it's not. So yeah. I, I can't possibly guess that one. Okay. Um, how about, um, uh, what's that one? You know. Oh. It's a story of a dystopian society and. Uh, mm-hmm. Minority Report? Yeah, that only has two words. If it was the Minority Report, I'd kiss you. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, well, there's all these Philip K. Dick ones, right? Oh, yeah, there are. The Minority Report 2. <laughs> this More time reports. it's a smaller report. <laughs> all right, Greg, you're out? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jeff, five. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I had one, and then I just, god damn it. I was laughing at that Greg didn't know something for the first time in <laughs> 35 years or whatever. You laughed it out of your head. Yeah, I laughed it out of my head. I mean, that's what I get for yep. laughing at the misfortune of others. I should. Do you got a fiver, Emma? John dies at the end? No, it's not. It's good. It's a g- <laughs> oh, wait. I and there is a dystopian future picture it. It's kind of. This guy says kind of. I, I don't take kind of. It's like half and half. Like there's, it's Back presented. Back to the future, too. Back to the Future 2? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a dystopia. If you're going to count that, you have to count John Dies at the end. They're, they're... Holy cow. I, I can't, have, I can't uh, speak uh, about uh, John Dies at the end, but uh, I, I, Back to the Future 2. Part 2. Uh, oh, your own It's got own the word rule. part in there. Your own rule, coming back. Nice try, yeah. Fighting you. Fucked by your own. Oh, no, I remember the one that I had that I laughed out of my head. If you say it, I'm going to call you the winner. All right, the, the Hunger Games catching fire. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What about... Right. One more chance, Emma, because then he'll have to do... You know, he'll have to do six. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Zombie... <laughs> Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Just Zombie end of the world days. <laughs> that just sounds like there's a sale at a store called Zombie. Um, I, I'm out. I don't all know. right. Uh, so Jeff wins this game, you guys. I won that game by atrophy. What? I won that game by atrophy. I mean, that's the thing about dystopian titles is they kind of, they keep it brief, you know? This yeah. is to the point, you know, because it's just bleak and dystopian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did the guy who came up with the category, did you think uh, we'd go farther than that? It's about right. It's about right? Do you have a six, do you have a five-word one? Uh, not, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call really, uh, you know, using your imagination, thinking about what your suggestion is going to be. By the way, oh gosh, probably not four words. <laughs> but raise your hand in the audience if you've got a uh, dystopian movie that's got a long title. Yeah, yeah what is it, lady? Uh, City of the Lost Children. Oh, City yeah. of the Lost Children's a that good one. Awesome. Yeah. It's another long one over there. What? Dr. Strangelove, how I love to stop worrying and love how yeah, I learned to stop worrying really and love the bomb. Yeah. Kittens McTavish. Is that dystopian? That's a long one. 
No, but is it dystopian, that movie? Doctor Strange? I would yeah. say so, yeah. Okay. Well, it has an apocalyptic ending and all it that. Ends, not to spoil it's it. It's dystopian at the end, but there's no sequel. It's a Cold War satire. How I learned to uh, stop worrying about the bomb and love again again? Yeah. It's a satire about the military taking over the United States in a coup. Yeah. There we go. Let's play Last Man Stanton to figure, figure this thing out. Now an audience member is going to give us the name of an actor or actress, and we're going to, just like that last game, but without the thing about it shifting, <laughs> uh, we're just going to go round and round, but we'll switch the order around. We'll go Jeff, Emma, me, Greg, and then Doogie, uh, taking turns. But you guys all have a lifeline. You can one time, you can ask for help from uh, the person whose name tag you chose. So get ready, Tim Tannock. Hey, now. <laughs> no, I was going to say them all. Don't settle down. <laughs> uh, but I just couldn't see Jeff's The, jo- the Joni tale. Joni. Beetle Jess and Abby. Abby, get your gun. Okay. So those, those are your uh, lifelines. And the person in the audience who I pre chose is. Uh, oh, this is an interesting. What a, what a coincidence that their Twitter name is this. It's somebody called Pick Me, Doug. <laughs> so that really worked out great for that person because that really jumped out at me like, wow. What a crazy coincidence. So where's Pick Me, Doug at? That's you right there? And uh, why did you choose the name Pick Me, Doug? It's a little on the nose indeed. But that's so you don't have another Twitter account. You just have Pick Me Doug. No, I just changed it. You just changed it. That's how popular you were under your real name. <laughs> that you could just ditch it for Pick Me Doug. All right, but you can can you switch it back and keep the same followers? Does that work? You don't. You're not stuck with it. Okay, good. Good job, Pick Me Doug. What's your real first name? T J. <laughs> and what is your suggestion? Leonardo DiCaprio. You son of a bitch. Not you, Leonardo. <laughs> All right. Leonardo DiCaprio is the choice, starting with Jeff. What do you got, Jeff? Name a Leo DiCaprio vehicle. The Aviator. Oh, okay. Oh. I get it. Vehicle. Uh. Good one. Emma? Titanic. It's pronounced Tim-tanic. Tim-tanic. For our purposes today. Titanic. I will go with his first Academy Award nomination for the series, TV series Growing Pain. No, his first... Uh, <laughs> What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Is it me? Yes, sir. Uh, oh, this movie's awful. Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Uh. What's it about, Greg? <laughs> well, that venture capitalists are evil incarnate and that they'll do anything to get to their uh, foul ends, including ripping off the public. And then when their terrible moral demise falls upon their head, there's no repercussions. It's also... 
The most sexist, horrible movie I've ever seen. <laughs> really inconceivably sexist. Have you seen Kisses for My President? Oh, yeah. I love that with Fred McMurray. Where he's the first lady. Are you for real? You've seen it? That's a sex Did, Didn't he just talk about it yeah. as if he had? Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it, <laughs> you mean where Fred sexist. McMurray's the first lady? No, haven't seen it, Jeff. No, that is... It's a very sexist movie also. It's inconceivably sexist. Yeah, it's really bizarre because he's, he's so uncomfortable that he has to do all these first lady, like his room is all decorated in pink and stuff. It's so <laughs> stupid. He, he has to pick the menu at the White House. Yeah, oh, yeah. it doesn't make yeah. any sense oh, yeah. at all. All right, uh, that was an interesting diversion. Uh, where, are we, where are we at? So Greg said Wolf, and then uh, whose turn is it? Doogie? Me, Gangs of New York. Okay. Nice. Uh, go ahead there, Jeff. The Departed. Uh, yes, The yeah. Departed. <coughs> We've had Mark Wahlberg on the show, and he says, The Departed. Tell me you're not a cop. And I was like, what did you say? Emma? Oh, I've, got, I've got some. Inception. Inception, yes. Um, how about, why don't we do a little... I love that movie where it's all about people that gather to do photography. <laughs> Shutter Island. Uh. <laughs> Greg, the bitch. What? Oh, the beach. Oh, I love that movie. I thought you were talking about the bitch with Joan Collins. That's good too. <laughs> uh, Romeo and Juliet. Nice. Uh, full title. The movie. <laughs> no, it's on the other end that you need to add to it. The movie Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can help you before it seems unfair. <laughs> like, um, you know, like there's National Lampoon's Animal House. Oh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes. Woo. Thank you. Thank you you gotta give Willie credit. Yeah, a lot can't, of people don't know that he wrote that. Yeah, you movie can't, that he can't let people go around thinking Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> wrote that one. Who directed this movie? Oh, Bill Shakespeare. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Wait. All right, so uh, we're up to <laughs> Jeff. J Are you out? J Edgar. Is that how you, is that how you pronounce it? Oh, J Edgar? J Edgar? J Edgar? J Edgar. J Edgar. J Edgar. Yeah. J Edgar. Very good. J J Oh, wait, I think I just got it. J Edgar. Emma Revenant. Or maybe uh -huh. the What? What? Say it. The Revenant. Yes. Okay. Oh. I had a Michael Keaton moment where I was like, oh, or maybe he's not in that. Oh, shit. The way you looked at me, the way you looked at me was like, no, that's so dumb. I was so panicked. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid, Emma, I have to punish you. Go to Marvin's room. is a punishing movie. A, it's a, a movie called Marvin's Room <laughs> that Leonardo DiCaprio was in. 
He played the titular character. He was the room. Uh, blood, 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 dim blood, blood Diamond, blood yes. Diamond, which is the story <laughs> of a white supremacist yes. corporation suppressing the black people of South mm -hmm. Africa mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order to extract precious mm -hmm. goods as luxury items for the wealthy. The Grape Gatsby. Yes. Uh, there's a story about the wealthy. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to nitpick, but I'm 90% sure he said grape gas. I did. <laughs> I did, and only Jeff noticed, and he... Did you say grape? Yeah. We shared a secret smile. <laughs> I meant grape. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> What's eating the grape Gatsby? <laughs> a bear. Otherwise known as The Revenant. <laughs> it's a sequel. The Banana Gatsby. That was good. Did you say one, Jeff? Uh-uh. I was waiting for you to disqualify Doogie for Grape Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not taking this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, body of Lies. Yep. Nice. Whoa. That's a good one. No, that's, that's a not real a, movie. That's not a good one. It's a good, a it's an accurate, it's accurate. <laughs> Worse Deep than pull. super bad. <laughs> Do you got one, Emma? Well, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to have to go to Tim. Go to Tim. Tim. Why not? Oh, I forgot you. Help one. us out, Tim. What do you got for Emma? What do you got for Emma? The Basketball Diaries. The Basketball Diaries. She's going with Thank Basketball you, Diaries. Like any movie you can have fun with when you say the title and you buy a ticket. I, I got one for Basketball Diarrheas. <laughs> and me and the ticket salesperson laughed. Oh, I asked for very, one for the Basketball Diaries. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. It's fun to just change it up. Oh, my turn? Um, how about... Hmm. Let's go with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Bam! You're right, that was River Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> so cocky. Greg. Quick and the Dead. Ah, yes, the Quick and the Dead. I love that movie. I'm going to have to go to my lifeline, Beetlejess. Hi, hi. You got Beetlejess. Hi, Beetlejess, you're on the air. Can you hear us? <laughs> Turn your radio down. Where are you calling from? Salem? <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller, love the show. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Nice. Of course, I should remember that his name was Candy. Django, Django. Do you got one, Joni? Uh, yeah, of course. Me if you can. Yeah. And then Joni started running around the room. <laughs> What's up, Emma? 
Is it white flag time? Greg, don't say it. What? Nothing. (laughs) White flag, of course, is about. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm out. I don't have anything. Well, you had a good one. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Tim Tannock. Who booed me? Come on, man. Yeah. (laughs) One boo. Worst things have happened to the Titanic, Emma. (laughs) Greg? Uh, Abe, do you got one? Oh. (laughs) This is clearly male privilege taking over. (laughs) Sorry, Abby. You got nothing, Greg? Oh, I still have a chance to save this? Yeah, yeah. You just, you you went to her for help, but if you can say a Leo DiCaprio movie, just picture him and then say it. Yeah, I know. I I got one. Uh, You know that one where he's the... uh, He's the guy. Uh, what was that movie where he was like, he seemed a lot younger than he really is. He had a real baby face. Oh, all of them? That's right. Shit, that was no help. Uh, the, the bereavement of the m- mind. Yeah, when it, in doubt, just throw some words together. Mm. It's, the, it's a thriller. Know, you never uh, know when that's going to work out. Thanks for playing, Greg. Uh, <laughs> people clapping for that. Doogie? No, nah, I got none. For reals? Was he in... Um, yeah, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> Just guess the movie with a lot of people in it, like JFK. Um, Not that Leo's ever in a movie with a lot of people in it, like JFK. The Monuments Men? No. No, he's not in that one. I feel like there were a lot of people in that. Um, Reservation Road. Wow. That's not what it was called, That's though. not what it's called? No. Oh, Did I but that's where you, you stay on the road. It's, the, it's your hotel chain. Re- <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that movie? Not Reservation Road. Reservation Road. Reservation Road. I'll just keep saying it. Make it harder for you to think of the real word. Emma's no help with the reservation suggestion. The road of reservation. The reservation reloaded. Do you want to... Mockingjay. Do you want to guess a different one, Jeff? End of times. I mean, Jeff lasted the longest anyway, right? No, I think it was me. Oh, really? No, you just got out. Oh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Revenation? <laughs> Revenant Road? <laughs> the mm. Revenant Road. The Wolves of Wall Street. <laughs> Those wolves. Why did someone go, oh! Was that close? Because you were so close to a title that's already been said. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that other movie you was in with Kay Winslet? Yeah, we know what movie you're talking about, but you're the one that has to come up oh, with the shit, title. Yeah, that one, that one. I can't think of the name of it either. I can see the poster. I remember Hamlet. avoiding it. She's she. This girl, this lady right here, just did, made a V with her hands, and it went like that. With like that was gonna help. Like, oh, Jaws. What, what the fuck? <laughs> you uh, the vagina model. You already went to your lifeline. Yeah, and I got Catch Me If You Can, which was the oh, last yeah. correct title said. Yeah. Oh. There you go. So you're the winner. 
Hooray. You could have given up a lot earlier and still won. What? I mean, I can name a lot of Leo movies because this boy's life is all about Leo. Wow. All right, this boy's life. I can't get enough of Leo. Uh, sometimes I'll go down to the Mosquito Coast. That's the other one that's that other kid. That's River Phoenix. I get it mixed up with River Phoenix now? That's fucked up. It's <laughs> really messed up. What was the name of the one with Kate Winslet? Revolutionary, Revolutionary Road. Road. Right, right. Yeah, Revolutionary Road. Revolution Road. Yeah. Correct. And Just then there was a movie where he was named Jimmy somebody. Jimmy. That's the other River Phoenix. God damn it. <laughs> Stand by me. Yeah, I'm permanently Running confusing. Uh, so which Leos did we miss? Man in the Iron Mask. Oh. Man Celebrity, the Woody Allen movie. My own private Idaho. That was River <laughs> That's Phoenix. River Phoenix too, you That's bastard. <laughs> Explorers. Stop doing that. Well, I think we did pretty good with Leo. I think we uh, cleaned up. But Jeff is our winner, so uh, come get your prizes. What's the name again? Joni. Joni. Joni, come get your stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Don't forget that. Yeah. Let's do some plugs. Greg, what do you got to plug? Oh, uh, uh, we're, yeah, we're showing the apartment December 7th at the Center Family here in Los Angeles. Uh, you can go to gregproops.com. And I'm in uh, New York and then um, uh, London and then Paris and then back in San Francisco for New Year's. Yay. Gee, it's too bad you're not going any place that's cool and fun and interesting. Yeah, I was, I was going to go to Indianapolis and then I remembered what color it was. I'm joking. I'm joking. What? <laughs> Doogie, what do you got coming up, dude? Um, I'm going to be at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, November 21st. Um, and I'm going to be at Good Good Comedy in Philadelphia, December 9th. And then um, check out my album, A Delicate Man. What Doogie. about you? Doogie has books. Here, I want to add to the plugging. We're working together all week. Tell them about your books. Uh, you can check out some very interesting cats perhaps you weren't aware of. <laughs> uh, or 100 Ghosts, or Everything Explained Through Flowcharts, or my latest book, uh, The Die Hard Coloring Book. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. It's a chance to color in all your favorite moments from Die Hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The original. I hope you have lots of red crayons. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Jeff Tate, what do you got? I am going to be in Minneapolis next Friday and Saturday. Black Friday and regular Saturday. <laughs> After Thanksgiving. Whole Saturdays matter. What? What? <laughs> Right. 
either way, I'm at a place called the Comedy Corner Underground or something thereabouts. And uh, then Emma and I are in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Houston at the end of uh, beginning of December. And Where do they go for all your dates? JustAnotherClown.com, and you can buy my newest album out front on your way out. I have some with me. Yeah. Woo! How much those going for? Like they can pay whatever they want. Uh, yeah, but like, <laughs> pay a lot. <laughs> like, pay whatever you think I would want. <laughs> right? And come on, just give me some of that money. It's not going to be worth anything soon. Spend it while you got it and give it to me while it still counts. What, what are you going to do with it? What? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Yeah, you're just going to spend it probably. Yeah, I'm going to spend, like, I'll spend some of it in Portland. I'll leave it here in your community. This is trickle-down economics at its finest. You going to stick around for Small Business Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that comes after Black Friday? Yep. So you'll be in Minneapolis. I'll be in Minneapolis. Oh, well. Check it out. Some small businesses up there. All right. Up wrapping it up. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, other than those places you, Jeff mentioned, what else? Can, where can we see you? Uh, after that, I will be in Austin, and people can see me there. And I have a book coming out in January called Notion Sickness. You can buy a teaser chapter. Uh, you can get it on my website, emmaarnold.com, or on Amazon. Yay. Nice. Uh... Beetle Jess didn't put a shithead on the back of her... Oh, passing it up here. Hi. Very good. Oops, sorry. Let me take a look at that. Oh, there's a bunch of things crossed off on here. The other side, yeah. Who is, who is David Kokar? Am I pronouncing it right? David Kokar is a shithead? Your boyfriend? <laughs> All right, I'll mix it in when I close. I'll mix it in with the others, and then people won't necessarily know that he's sitting right there. <laughs> Thank you to all of my guests, Greg Proops, Doogie Horner, Jeff Tate, and Emma Arnold. Thank you to Helium in Portland and to all you guys for coming out on, a, like, like we said earlier, a gorgeous Saturday afternoon. And uh, as always, oh, wait, do I have a plug, too? Oh, it just says, see you in Los Angeles, Tuesday, Los Angeles. <laughs> DougLovesMovies.com. Um, whoever picked this sign won, so no shithead is needed. Yeah, crazy confidence on that one. <laughs> oh, sorry if I lost one of your little... Oh, there's your little hand. I'll just leave it right next to it there. And, uh... Steve Ban Bar Bannon? He's... Your boyfriend is Steve Bannon? And he's a shithead? And David Kokar is a shithead. Now it's
time for Doug to watch a Thunder Hockey. Rise and hold his viewing powers makes him hockey. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 